With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're on, mate. We're on. Let's go, man. We've got a man. Check Sandu. Let's go, let's go. You're the first person on my podcast, mate, I've actually had to write stuff down for because there's that fucking much madness. So we'll start off with, you were born in the streets of England. Yeah. Uh, a place called Washington. Next to Hitchin, New- Hitchin, Hitchin, next to Newcastle. No, Hitchin, Hertfordshire. I was born in. Oh, was it no? Yeah. I thought you said what? Washington is where I live now. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hertfordshire. As a teenager, then obviously you've you froze through the ranks and one of Spain's you became one of Spain's biggest drug barons yeah um, you were arrested at gunpoint at Alicante airport where you then served over 11 years in two different prisons yeah <laughs> you were top boy in one of Europe's toughest prisons while in the jail in Spain though you've seen murders people stabbed you've been stabbed you're also involved in a successful prison escape yeah um, you've also had a best selling book the book's called from the King of Karachi to lockdown in Costa del Crime. But obviously, through all that madness as well, you've obviously turned on a new leaf. You're actually working with, well, it's a totally life changer, you're working with orphans in the Far East, uh-huh. which is amazing, man. So obviously, when I knew you were coming on, I Googled you and read all your stuff, read a bit of your book. It is absolute fucking madness. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's go back to the start when uh-huh. all the, the fun and games began, your, your younger years. Yeah, okay. From when? From when? When it started getting right messy. Well, started getting right messy. It was... Uh, I lived in Huddersfield, yeah? Yep. Lived in Huddersfield, born in Hertfordshire. Moved to Huddersfield when I was four. And from then, I wasn't that bright. had a stutter. I had, like, uh, disabilities. We had no money, this and that. So I was stealing and robbing from back then. And uh, my dad was quite strict. He never let me out. He didn't let me do this, let me do that. And when I got nicked a few times, he went, right, okay, I'm taking you away from this environment, taking you to Newcastle. So that's what it started. They bought a shop up there. We bought a shop in Newcastle, Washington. So that was where we lived. And that's where we took a lot of abuse as well. I took a lot of racial abuse there in the 80s. Uh, It was like really hard work because we were the only brown faces in the whole village. And we got a hard time every day, daily hard time, you know? And going to work was like a proper hardship. You know, it was a nightmare, nightmare for me. We used to get spat on, get caught packies, this and that, we're gonna burn you down. Uh, People used to come in fucking pissed, wanting to fight me old man. And they used to steal vodka, grow men. I was only 15 year old kid at the time. They used to come to the till, and I said, uh, they used to bottle of vodka down the stride. And I used to say, what about the vodka, this and that? And I said, well, what about it, yeah? I'll come around the counter and jump all over your fucking blackhead, yeah? And I wasn't in a position to do anything then, so we just took this shit for years. Took this shit for a few years, until I was about 22. Uh, we were spot on regular, got loads of fucking shit, yeah? And then I decided to train, and then I decided to fight boxing, yeah? So I started to train, started to fight, and then and then I made my move upwards. I made my move upwards. I got involved in the dormant scene. I got a job there, and I knew that there was a scope there for uh, drugs, for steroids. This is back in uh, the early 90s, late 80s early 90s stories then were like sort of quite like sort of new and back then I thought okay you know you know I want to make my own money now so I started going abroad bringing back um, steroids from Spain Greece Turkey uh, 
nearby countries. You know, it was okay. It was okay. It was like doubling my money up on it. I wasn't making, you know, like it wasn't a lot, yeah. But um, enough to get by. I was doing okay, yeah, doing okay. And then uh, I got involved with a couple of cousins of mine, and I said, "Listen, let's go further afield and do this on a big fucking scale." Pakistan, Karachi, yeah. Nobody wants to move to Karachi. Nobody wants to do business with them. Taliban, the Al Qaeda. Everybody just stays away from Pakistan, and we were Indian Sikh, so we pretended we were Pakistanis, and we gave ourselves Pakistani names. Jet Khan was my name, and we went across there, and then we made the first fucking move. You know, we made the first sort of move there, and it was good. It was good money. We made uh, thirty grand, thirty grand of one trip, split three ways. 10 grand a piece. Back in the early 90s, it was okay. And then from then, we moved around, you know? And that's where, so do you think all the violence at the start came from, you just had enough, enough's enough? The violence was just through uh, the shit that used to. we used to take, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I was thinking, my only way out of this, you know, is like sort of money, you Life know? Life crime. Yeah, yeah, it's crime. Mm -hmm. It's like beating these people, you know? Beating these people will give me a fucking daily fucking heartache, you know? Give my mum shit, give my dad shit. And so that's when I started to train, that's when I started to fight, that's when I started to box. And yeah, yeah there comes dealt a, with them yeah, all. There comes a time, there's a breaking point where you go, fuck this, well, yeah, I've dealt with them all. Train them all then. Well, yeah, I've dealt with them yeah, all, yeah. you know? Did you take care of, obviously, the people all of them, who all gave them, you abuse and names? Trapped them all down, yeah. Yeah. Charles Bronson effect, you know? <laughs> yes, wish. yeah. I tracked them all down. Did you have it in your mind? Are we not, are we yeah, not part of the names yeah, down? Yeah, I did, I did, I did. I fucked them all up. <laughs> Apart from one, there's only one that's escaped me. I ain't gonna name them now, yeah? But he's gonna get it, yeah? There's only one that's escaped me. <laughs> so when you started, obviously, when you <laughs> he's kept there's, on by the fucking one he's that's escaped me, yeah? But I'll get him, yeah? I won't so get him. when you started, obviously, that life, when did, when did you start going over to Spain? Because you were in one of Spain's to toughest Spain, deals. This was when um, I got banned as a doorman. I was working as a doorman in Newcastle, yeah? But they wouldn't give me a license under my name, so I was working under my cousin's name, yeah? It was a legal name, and incident happened, and I broke someone's leg, yeah? On a night, yeah? Taking them down the stairs, ankle twisted, leg broke. They said I did it on purpose this night. Anyway, I did a runner. It was all in the news, on the radio, this and that. So I handed myself in. And then I was uh, a doorman in, like, do not employ this doorman, yeah? Do not let him in your bar and don't let him in your... Do not employ him. My face was over everywhere on uh, pub watch. So then I started working in Middlesbrough. I worked in Marvin, these bars down there with um, my second cousins who were working there. And then we got talking and then we thought, okay, let's just do this trip to Pakistan. So the three of us hooked it all up and we went to Pakistan. And then we did our first trip. And first time around, it was hard work, you know. It was really hard work. Nervous. Didn't know where to go, what to do, who to contact. It was proper hard work, but it was done. And we made some good money out of it. And then you went to Alicante, it was armed response that surrounded the plane. Well, that was after a few trips, yeah. We did... How many trips? I did about uh, about eight or nine trips, yeah. Sixty grand on each trip. Because I've read in your book somebody grassed you in as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got grassed because I went th through Alicante because Newcastle, it got stopped. Um, the suitcases got searched, this and that, and I told if I went to collect the suitcases, I'd get nicked. So I left it, so I thought I'd take a different route, which was Spain. I knew Spain quite well because I I knew a few people there. So went through Spain, but I went through Alicante Airport and then they were waiting for me with guns, boom. And that's where you got your sentence? And that's that's when I got nicked. Where was the, where was the prison in Spain? Funkalent. And in that prison there was... It's obviously full of terrorists. But when you, while you were in that prison, yeah. you seen people getting murdered as well? Yeah. 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 You were stabbing people. This is all in yeah. your book. Yeah. This is all in your book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I had to stab them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to stab me. Yeah. 
Still, you, rose, you, you rose up the ranks very quickly over yeah, there. And, yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. You get the stripes. To get somebody it. who can't speak, you know, Spanish, I learned Spanish, top security wing, they put me in. They thought because of the amount of the money I was dealing with, yeah, they thought I had like uh, land, maybe a yacht, property in Spain, top security, they put me in, yeah. And so I was in there for a remand for a year and a half because they were trying to search, thinking I've got money there. They wanted to take all the money off me, but I had no money in Spain. So in this meantime, top security wing is where I want, and that was a punishment wing. Tough. That's a punishment wing, yeah. Yeah, horrible, yeah. 23 hours, 24 hours locked up. No, 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 no. You're free, you're free. But that's the worst thing about it, because people want to kill yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it just knives you know, or guns? Or? You know, I wish it was. 23-hour lockup yeah. because then you can't get stabbed, can you? <laughs> <laughs> so it was a free-for-all, basically? It was like a Royal Rumble? Free-for-all, yeah, yeah. They're just all on it, you know? The Spanish authorities, the laws there, uh, health and safety. You can walk a joint there in the yard and you can smoke joint, you can smoke weed in the yard. The screws just leave you alone. Was there a gym? <clears throat> There's a gym that I made, yeah. But there was an outside one as well, yeah? Outside gym, which we could use once a week. But then we all had to get searched down, patted down, this and that. And if the screws weren't up to it, they used to say, okay, this week cancelled. You know, it was up to them, yeah? So that was just once a week. And you said the population was 1,600? 1,600 in the whole jail, yeah. How many, how many officers, how many screws? The screws on the other side, I don't know, yeah? But on my side, there was about 12 for 40 heads. So if it kicked off, was that cover or was it just... On mine, there's 40 heads of mine, yeah? 40 heads of mine, 12 screws. But if it's a heavy kit off and then screws will come everywhere. the wings, yeah. What about the, the prison breakout? How did... how Because it was successful, apparently. Yeah. Tell me about that. Karim, yeah. The Algerian, the ghost. He was a cocaine dealer. He had contacts all over, Portugal, Algeria... And he worked in the little shop. It was at the corner, the corner of the jail, next to the big wall. And uh, he said to me, a few weeks we got talking, he went, listen, yeah, I'm going to do a nine, yeah? He went, you're going to get a nine as well, yeah? He went, listen, let's just both go, okay? And he told me the story, yeah? He's going to dig a hole. There was a refrigerator. He showed me the hole he was digging. <laughs> he was digging it slowly with a spoon, yeah? Shawshank Redemption This is, yeah. <laughs> I know you're laughing, but it's true, yeah? He was digging it with a fucking spoon, yeah? And uh, I was like, looking at the hole, and then I looked at the wall. He went, it's just this wall. Once we go through this, we just need to run down, avoid getting shot off the screw, avoid getting shot off the screw from the top. And then once we're at the other wall, we could hop that one and I got my car waiting I was thinking I don't know yeah <laughs> I was thinking I don't know yeah I went listen I said I'll cover your ass yeah mm -hmm. I said I'll cover your fucking ass yeah okay I know right okay fair enough there was a German dude as well at the time he didn't want a part of it because his brother was in as well and he didn't want to escape without taking his Brother saw Karim, he was on his own. Anyway, he used to bang, he used to bang on this fucking, uh, bang on this wall, yeah. And my cell, directly opposite. So I used to play my music on the radio loud and purpose, yeah. So the screws, they couldn't hear. Anyway, he was banging, 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 boom, 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 boom. And then um, the day of the escape, he went, right, listen, the hole's done. He had like a fridge. What wasn't working covered the hole. It was like, um, yes. <laughs> 60s style jail <laughs> really yeah if you think about it yeah how he did it yeah it was so good how he did it anyway he took the fucking hole he took the fucking hole he showed me the hole anyway you want to come I went no I went no anyway he was allowed to stay in the shop at the corner to do the stock take an hour after everybody else so we were all in association at the time yeah we were association from 6 to 7 o'clock and so he says he's going to do the breakout in that time, yeah? And so he told me to stage a fight, yeah? Stage a fight so all the screws land and they're all on my bit and so he can do a run for it. I'm like, right, okay. 
So we staged it, yeah? Half seven, I think it was the time, yeah? Half six or half seven, one of the two. Anyway, we synchronised the watches, yeah? I mean, the German, I mean, all right. And then we started an argument over um, TV. There was a shitty little fucking TV coated in fucking metal and plastic. You couldn't even see the fucking screen, yeah? <laughs> and then we were arguing over what to watch. So I argued with him and this and that. So I threw a chair at him. Plastic chair, he threw one back. And so we just started a fight, yeah? We started a fight and then boom, the whistles rang out and all the screws rang. Exactly on half six, half seven, I don't exactly tell me, yeah? Anyway, Karim, done one, boom, he was away. He was away. And at a time, then we heard some shots, bam, bam, bam. And all right, escape. And then the screws just fucking turned around. Back heel, boom, right? They're back heeled and they were gone. Anyway, five minutes later, they come back and all right, everybody lock up, bang up. Yeah, we thought, all right. And I went, what's happened? Has he gone away or what? Screws didn't say a word, yeah? We knew he got away, yeah? I was in mixed feelings at the time, yeah, thinking I should have fucking gone with him, you know? Yeah. And, uh... Is he still, did they ever get caught? He got caught again. He got grassed up. He he went to Portugal. Mm -hmm. He sent me a postcard. <laughs> signed the ghost. Signed the ghost, yeah? Because that's what he called himself, the ghost, yeah? He sent me a postcard, the ghost. He went, take care, chat. Nice one, brother. Blah, blah, blah. The ghost. Anyway, he come back to Spain to collect a debt. Collect, a, you know, a debt. Why come back to he Spain? He got grassed up. He got grassed up, and that was. Fun. Why come back to Spain though? The place you just know, fucking left. Dollar. He was all dollar there. Yeah. Thirty or grand. So what did they get? How much more did he put on his sentence? He'll do that and then get more for the escape. Is he still yeah. in? Yeah. Is he still in? No, no, no. This was back in 1990, 1999. He'll be out now. Do you? Do you? But I might be even dead. Yeah. You know? Do you? Do you not contact anymore? No, no. Do you? Part of you miss not doing that escape. For the buzz? No, I don't want to shot, man. <laughs> Would you fit him through the hole? How big was the hole? Well, you know what? He had balls, you know? He was a little skinny kid, you know? I'm quite big. Yeah. You know, I'm easy to shoot. You're easy to shoot. <laughs> That's fucking I'm easy madness. to shoot, you know? <laughs> Are you, so, what made you, so when you were involved in the life of crime, because oh, everything you've been involved in until, and then I started reading you've been doing work with orphans. Yeah. I was like, for fuck, I was like, yeah. that's a bit yeah. extremes yeah. to tell me about that yeah. as well. How you okay? That's all about um, you know, you know, I've done a lot of bad in my life, yes, yeah? I've read, yeah? but, I, but like, I haven't hurt anybody that's never had a due, mm -hmm. yeah, coming to them, yeah. No, so you're not a bully, no innocence involved in this, yeah. Everybody I've hurt, they've had a due, yeah, they've had a coming to them, and I just feel I've done a lot of bad and I'm still here, I'm still alive. So I should help. I should help the unfortunate. Do you, obviously, when you help people, you yeah. feel good. Do you think that's yeah. to try and repair a bit of damage that's happened, maybe mentally, physically? Maybe to, it to is. Do I good? don't know how. I, you know, I don't really explain that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, do you feel better for it? I just feel I have to do that. I don't feel better for it actually. Tell the truth, I just feel I need to do it. You know, it's a calling. You know, you're, you're honest. I think it's calling to me. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm in a position now to do that. I don't work. I don't have a job, and you know I should do that. I think mm -hmm. I should do but that. But doing good is good. It's a good yeah, thing. And to yeah. be honest about it, your book yeah, is yeah. it's a pure honest. There's no fiction in that. No, that no. is a book that definitely something you should read because it is fucking mental. Yeah. Yeah. The ghost, the prison yeah. break. So yeah. in Spain, while you were in Spain, it was one of Spain's biggest drug busts as well. That was yeah, uh, the biggest seizure. Pharmaceutical drugs, yeah. Because pharmaceutical drugs is a class A in Spain, so it's just up there with heroin class and coke. Class A, yeah, yeah. So 250,000 tablets and yeah. 60,000 ampules. And the street value, they're millions of pounds worth. Well, half a year, yeah. yeah. So and that's where the sentence came from. Yeah. But you also done a sentence in England. Yeah, after that. This is after you came out of Spain? Yeah, yeah. I was out a year and I got involved with a firm in Gateshead. Next to Newcastle, uh, we were controlling brothels and drugs, securing areas. And it's just I come out with a sentence in Spain, I just thought I was invincible, you know, because I came through that. You know, I was stabbed there twice. I didn't think I was going to make it. Half the people there had AIDS. 
I had a fight with people with AIDS and I thought I was going to die there. Shit. Yeah. I thought I was going to die. And when I came out of that, I thought. Fearless? Yeah. I thought, fucking, I'm King Kong. How, did all, how the fuck did they all have AIDS? Needles. Needles. Injecting. In Spain, yeah. Um, the sentencing works like this. In England, if you get caught for four or five burglaries, yeah, you might get two year, one year, eight year month, two year, one year, eight year month, but they will run concurrent. So you do two year. Yeah. Yeah. In Spain, they add them all up. So there's people there doing burglaries and they've got 25 year. Shit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know? So What's the biggest doing, sentence in Spain? I met somebody who was doing 208 years. In Spain? Yeah, 208 years. I thought it was just America. No, 208 years. The people are killed. 30 years for each one. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. And this was people. And this was people in the same. This is true. Yeah. And this is people in the same wing as you. Yes, yes, yes. They're in the same place as me. What the fuck is that? Yeah. So that's about over ten people he's killed. Well, yeah, more than that. I don't know what he was doing. And but there, but there. Fucking Hannibal. It's all fucked up. Yeah. There's one guy who I met there. He got thirty year for the murder, and then he burnt the body twenty year on top, so he got fifty year. So you kill somebody, you get thirty year. And you burn the body, they get an extra 20 years. So they just give them the one sentence. 50 years. What made you get out of the UK? What now? Yeah. But I feel uh, I've been out of the UK now, yeah, for about a year or so. Um, the police don't let things lie with me, really. Um, the public don't really like me. A lot of them. In England? Yeah. Is that through the violence that you've caused? No, well, that's through... Jealousy through this, through that. They still think I'm involved in drugs and I'm not involved in drugs. I ain't involved in anything no more. And they've grossed me up and my house is getting searched and it's putting pressure on my mum and dad. So I just thought I'd chip, you know. It's better for everybody's life. I thought I'd chip, yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you miss the madness? Have an easy life. Do you miss the, the craziness? Are, are, you, are you more calm? The craziness, the craziness is okay. Um, I come back every few weeks. And I hook up with uh, Jamie Kerr, and we have a week of craziness. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a week of craziness, and that's okay. You are know? you back in the UK every time? And then I'm fine after that. <laughs> so where are you based, Cyprus? <laughs> and then I'm fine after Cyprus. that. Cyprus. Lanaka. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Lanaka is beautiful. Yeah, on the beach, got palm trees, it's so chilling. Uh, oh, it's excellent. Do you get any hassle from police or that over there? Do they know who you uh, are? Well, yeah, I did last time, yeah. Because somebody said I was uh, carrying drugs in my body. Somebody phoned up the airport. This is the last time I went, six weeks ago. They said I was carrying drugs in my body. Anyway, they stopped me at the airport. They wanted to x-ray me, do this, do that. Anyway, I did play ball. I said, like, why? Why am I getting this shit? Anyway, I didn't play ball with them. But they handcuffed me, arrested me, took me to the hospital, x-rayed me, nothing in me, and then they let me go, you know? But this is just through people through here, from just, England. Is that just to harass you, to piss you off? Yeah, just to piss me off. Just to cause me inconvenience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think... They think I'm all bad still, you know? I'm not all bad no more, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't finish with that life. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm done with it. But there's a lot of people that don't really get that. But do you think when you come back, it's easy to get sucked back into it? <sighs> No, 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 because now I won't put myself in that position, you know, oh. to get that sort of jail. But if somebody tries to test you, you know, with the young boys, people always try and test. Test with what? Just if somebody try to rise up the ranks themselves and well, always try and... Let them rise, let them rise, what I say. Mm -hmm. Good luck to you, yeah? <laughs> Good luck to you, yeah? <laughs> so you, you did boxing and that as well because you can fucking yeah, scrap. Yeah, you can, yeah, did you ever yeah. do like, tie fighting or... Yeah. Did you do yeah. all that, everything? Yeah. yeah. Is that to protect yourself, obviously, in the younger years? Uh, 
younger years, not as much. Then I just used to be more of a bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. Steroids, I used to take myself. Do you think they played a part in the effect of your mindset? I think so. Do you think they fuck with your mindset? I think so, I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. Because uh, they do uh, make you, you know, you want it, you want it, you want it. Mm -hmm. Are you buzzing when you take it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It gives you a buzz, especially in the amount I was taking back then. How, what was your, your biggest? My biggest, I was about 18 stone. My bench press was 210 kilo. Mm -hmm. uh, 210 kilo bench, but I was taking then 21 injections a week. What's your, what are you supposed Three to take? About one, one a week. Two. About one two. A week? Yeah, yeah. You're taking 20? 21 a week and 10 tablets a day. Fuck's sake. But I was immense. My power was immense, you know. I was strong. I was just like, you know, strong, aggressive male, you know. Yeah. Were you feared? Yeah. 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 Did you enjoy that fear, though? Did you, empowerment? <laughs> At the time, I look back now, yeah. Uh, I was a bit of a dickhead, yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, but at the time... You know, I did have that fucking power, that force in me. Mm -hmm. But now I've still got that in me now, you know. I'm, I would never lose. I think it's in the, the DNA. No, I'm not in yeah. that now, you know. But back then I was young and I think I needed that drug effect to give me that. We spoke because, about, I, yeah. because I didn't have it naturally, you know. Because we spoke about, obviously, before the podcast started, yeah. that, that anger and fear, it is a mask and we, we portray it. There's so many people involved in violence and crime and they yeah. think it's the way to go, but it yeah. is a mask to yeah. draw that fear into yeah. people. It's to feel that importance, it's to feel yeah. that I've got something, but yeah. when you get old... Let me like, tell you something, yeah? Mm -hmm. Every job that's done, yeah? Every bank robbery, every murder, every hit, or this, gangsters are going to do a hit, yeah? Mm -hmm. They never do it straight sober. They do it on drink and cocaine. Yeah. Right? Every hit is drunk under the influence of narcotics. Yeah, because to do it straight, yeah, is a very hard thing to do. Take some balls. It's a very hard thing to do straight, yeah, because you're like thinking, okay, innocent people can get hurt here and this and that, and there's a lot of things going to go through your mind. It's a conscience, mate. So you just drink. You take okay. Yeah, if you're the buzz and the balls. And then you're fucking on it. Yeah, you, you know? do anything. And then you want to make the move. Yeah. And then you want to make the move. You're saying, like, let's fucking go. Yeah. You know, let's to pump yourself up. To let's go. But then you get in. But well, that's how it's always done. And that's how the mistakes are made. Mm -hmm. but it, yeah. That's how the mistakes are made by people who are drink, who are drunk and high. And they fuck the job up sometimes. Mm -hmm. But that's that, that is the way I like yeah. As you get yeah. older, you've even said it yourself. Yeah. It isn't, it's not really regret but you kind of grow a conscience and you kind of go you kind of overthink the matters because it's a snowball effect as soon as you hurt one person you're not just hurting them you're hurting their family your family going to prison there's so many people get infected yeah. affected by hurting one people do you yes, know what I mean and yes 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 the yeah. fact that you have changed and the fact that you have wrote your book obviously yeah. you still look as if you've got the madness I, I don't kind of want to say too much you know what I mean but you, you probably still got that presence where you don't give a fuck you could probably just go yeah. in an instant do you know what I mean yeah. I don't think that yeah. Have you ever tried to look, work on help? Did you? I know the jails in the like UK. They've got psychologists and they've got yeah. programs where they can work down uh -huh. from like uh -huh. your category to. Yeah. Did they have that in Spain? No, 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 no. You don't get nothing in Spain. There ain't no health and safety in Spain. What about England though? Did you work on like in England? Tell you the truth, in England, yeah, I got contacted by a few groups saying uh, you're like a good su subject to speak to young offenders, mm -hmm. yeah? Tell them your story. Tell them, you know, it's not all good, you know? You've had the same feelings that they've had of the rage and the anger. You want the dollar, you want the money, you want the pussy, you want fucking drugs, bam, yeah. bam, bam, yeah? You've been through it and you've seen it and you've done it and talk to these people. Tell them it's, you know, it's not the way to go down. And really, I thought about that and, uh, and in a way, I would like to do that. Why don't you? I know. I'm, yeah, I know. I think I know it might be uh, my next step to help other people, yeah. especially if you're doing office. I think if you go to it the might prisons, be your next step, you know, yeah, and because it isn't the way to do it, you know. We all feel that shit, you know. We all feel that, you know. We want to be a fucking gangster, pulling out the guns, the knives, the drugs, the women, the cocaine, the pussy, the dollar. But you they know? think it's a way of life, but the majority of people yeah, are involved yeah, yeah. in that. I don't yeah. reach forty. And, but then you get jail, or you yeah. get stabbed or shot, you yeah. know. Uh, 
Yeah. But it is, but I, I'm probably as a step <coughs> for because you've, you've lived the life. You seriously yeah. fucking lived it. You've yeah. went through some madness. Yeah. But to try and educate the younger ones to realise, look, this isn't a life. Yeah. See if you could go back in the I past. Know, but it depends how they take me, you know, because there's some young ones now that are full of fucking that. And if they're giving that to me in the classroom, I just fucking yeah, slap crack you know? up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, like, fuck you, and I'll walk straight out. I know, I'll but to make out. the change, you can't do that. I know, but I'll walk straight out. Do you, you think know? that's something you need to work on then? Still the anger issues and still maybe... Really, I don't want money for this, you know? I don't uh-huh. want to do it for free. Yeah. You know, they've said, okay, it starts at uh, £18,000 a year. The salary, I said, listen, it's not about the money if I do this, you know? If I do it, I do it, yeah? But uh, I can't be dealing with, like, kids giving me shit back. But you know they will. 16, 17 year olds. I know, but what, what? I know. You know? 16, 17 year olds. Come on, But man. for you to teach them, that's something. I know, you but probably that's like on. quite hard to do, you know? If you could change the If past- they said to me, it's okay, I'll give them a slap, I'd say, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> if you're into the jail to change their life, but you're going to slap them. <laughs> yeah, they're slap them. See if you could go back in the past and change it, would you? Would you change the past? No. No? No. No. Not at all. No? No, I fucking loved it. Did you? Fucking love it. It's been a roller coaster. Is it? Do you think you've got more <laughs> madness in you? Yeah. Fucking love it. Do you love life because in I've a got film? stories yeah. what nobody else has got. Yeah. And that's what I like, you know? Mm. I like to, like, turn up somewhere and say, okay, I've been here, I've done that, you know? Uh-huh. Do people believe you or do they think that's he's just fucking, fucking he's just, true, I fucking he's just fucking crazy? Well, no, I ain't crazy, you know? You know, I'm fucking real. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm real. I'm bigging it up. I ain't saying it's fucking brilliant, but you know, I've done it and I've been there and I've fucking seen it. And I want people to read about it in the book. And I've got a lot of things off that as well, you know. I can help a lot of people. I did help a lot of people and I want to help a lot more people. Where did the book come from? Where did it start? How did it start? <laughs> the book was from uh, Facebook stories. I just started putting a few stories up, this and that. And my mates were going, all right, check, brilliant stories, brilliant stories, write more, write more. Okay, I wrote more. Put them up every three, four, five days. And then uh, a publisher, he got in contact with me, said, listen, we can make a book about this, yeah? Go into detail about it, put all the stories in order, and then we can make a move. And he did, Michael Carroll. How long did it take to write? Uh, to write, not long. Not long. Did they the stories, I typed them on the phone, you know. I had to type them on the iPhone. And I got big hands, yeah. So there was a lot of spelling mistakes. And uh, I had to go back a lot of times. Uh, but it took me about an hour and a half a story, an hour a story. It didn't take that long. But the next book I will do, I'm going to do it right, probably. Not Facebook stories, you know. Proper book. You don't want to put a lot more into yeah. it detail of my feelings and my emotions into it my emotions aren't in this it's just like uh, my movement yeah it's just my movements involved in this mm. you know it's quite uh, down to earth it's quite fast it's how I talk because once you start reading it you can't stop yeah. as it's yeah. fast it's, yeah. it's, it's rapid yeah. so do yeah. you think you would talk a bit more how you were feeling that when you were doing these kind of things that's what I will write and I think that's Next what will help time. people more yeah because when people read that yeah. when people read these books when yeah. people watch these films they want yeah. to become a gangster yeah. they think it's cool they think it's great yeah. do you know what I mean so that the, the ghost story and the, I, I mean you tell it's it we're laughing but it's fucking nuts it's do you know what I mean a guy who's got 230 <laughs> years in the jail for doing over 10 yeah. do you know what I mean it, yeah. it's, it's just crazy it's like, so many hard luck stories in jail you know yeah. when you see people most of the people in jail aren't even meant to be there murders murders even I would say 80% of murders were, were not meant to be. It's just an accident. It's just like a circumstance that went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because I met loads of murders in the jail and they've all said to me, I don't really mean to do that, you know. It's just... Just you know, anger just, at the time. You know, it just happened at the time. 30, yeah. Yeah. This is a... And it, 30, yeah. Do you think... The There's cl- very few people who plan a murder. You know, mm-hmm. there's about 5% of people who actually plan a murder. I think the rest are through rage. All, all, all the rest are fuck-ups. It's just fuck-ups through drink, through being high. Yeah. Hitting somebody the wrong way, doing something the wrong way, picking up a wrong fucking Because if tool. they were sober, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. Things can get ironed out and sorted. 
and they're the inside people, and yeah, you get a massive sentence and it ruins your life. Do you think the crime in UK is get bigger? It's got worse. The crime in UK. Uh, there's a lot of shit in the UK jails, you know. There's we got a lot of shit there. Uh, people who were there for drugs, for taking drugs, I don't think they should be in jail, really, because yeah. you're only taking drugs. Right? It's mental health problems. Yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of mental health. You're not health. taking drugs, and there's people that are like done for drink driving, dangerous driving, death by driving, blah blah blah. These people as well, I don't think they should be put in an environment criminals yeah. with uh, drug dealers, rapists, killers, gangsters. Because, yeah. Yeah. because that isn't their world, yeah? And a lot of these people, I've seen them go down mm-hmm. because they're normal guys, you know? They've just had a few drinks. Done something stupid. Done something stupid, and then you get thrown in with gangsters and drug dealers. And actually, and some of them get hooked on, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, then. yeah, yeah. And then they fuck up. I think it's the wrong way to deal with them. Mm-hmm. It's the wrong way to deal with them. Just deal with the hardcore, the but hardcore way. But it's money, isn't it? We all need the hardcore It's money way. for the government. It's money to get people in prisons. Things like 50 grand a year that each cellmate each cell gets, yeah. each inmate gets. Yeah. It's a lot of money. And the, the jails are packed. UK, they're fucking packed. And you're right, there's a lot of people. I think they're maybe going to... St- I don't know if they're going to stop the 12 months, <coughs> 12 months sentences. I think they're going to maybe scrap that and do something different. That was just really? talk. Yeah, I think so. Because you're right, a lot of people who are vulnerable, who have made mistakes, yeah. that can be fixed. Yes. A lot of, you know yourself, a lot of people yeah. in the jail are 80, 90% fucking intoxicated with some yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? A lot yeah. of people yeah. can't handle their sentence. So yeah. if you're that if you're tough or whatever people can't handle the fact that they need to hide and numb the pain when they're in there because they know they're fucked up do you yeah. know what I mean because I know you've yeah. battled drugs yeah. you've been on all sorts of drugs as well yeah yeah. took every drug in the world yeah heroin I took in Spain mm-hmm. the first time I took that yeah but there but there I thought I needed it you know they were all in it there yeah smoking it I didn't inject it yeah mm. I smoked it and uh, it did give you an escape it gives you an escape yeah for a few hours you're floating around on a pink foot, you know, on a pink cloud, and you're away from there and you feel nice. You know, it's the only time in jail mm. you actually feel good, you know? You're floating about, you're in your cell, you're high, and then okay, you come down. You what, come what, down. How, do you, how do you pay for the shit over in Spain? How does that work? Uh, you gotta buy it. Uh, it comes in on uh, visits in Spain, people there, if you've got a wife or a girlfriend, you get a congenial visit, yeah? So you can fuck your wife and your is girlfriend. Is that right in Spain? And she puts up your pussy, yeah. You wouldn't mind it in 230 years, mate, if you're getting it's pussy okay. left in Spain. Spain's okay, <laughs> man. Spain's okay, <laughs> Spain's okay. Spain's, Spain have got the right idea, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because there's not a lot of rape that happens in Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside the prisons. Yeah, yeah, because you can get a wife and you get your girlfriend there. In English jails and American jails, you don't get that. So Everybody's that's angry. where they rape. Yeah. That's where they rape. You know yeah. that's how, that's where they fuck ass. Oh, angry and fucking frustrated. Yeah, yeah. they fuck ass. But if you could, but if you know you got your girl coming next month, you how many times? Once a month. You were interested in looking at hairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once a month. Is that once a month? Once a month you get this shit. So they've obviously brought it through the fanny or their ass. And they whatever. bring it through and then they put it up the ass. Boom, gets sold and it's there. It's there available. Fuck's sake, man! I didn't yeah. know that. I did that in Spain. Yeah, it's all good shit. <laughs> How long were you on the hairy for? <laughs> uh, four months. Four months? Yeah, but I went from, I was 16 and a half stone, I went in, to 12 and a half stone in three months. Shit. Stop training. It shrinks your stomach. Heroin, it shrinks your stomach. You can't shit, yeah? You have a shit once every fucking six days. And it shrinks your stomach, you go grey, you don't eat. It's just fucked up. Did you lose yourself? Yeah, Is that the lowest point in your life? Yeah. And that was uh, 1999. Four months as a lot, but... on the millennium, yeah? What made you change it straight away? On the millennium, yeah. Yeah. 1999, yeah? The millennium, boom. December 31st. I was on fucking smack. I was 12 and I was stone. I wasn't training. Looking at a nine stretch. And I was in a bad place. And I looked at myself in the mirror. I had a stare at me. You know? Mm. You know, I used to be a top kid. I used to be a top kid. Now I'm a 12 and a half stone fucking baggage. Did you start looking at a fucking night stretch? 
Did you start getting lost? People lose respect for you. And then I just stopped it. And then I thought, fuck this. This isn't me, man. This isn't fucking me. I ain't like the rest of the fucking shit here because that's what they are. That's what all they are. How hard was it to stop? Hard. Hard. Yeah, hard. But I fucking did it. Well done, man. Boom. After that, I thought, fucking never again. Was that before your sentence? Was this on remand? On remand in Spain, yeah. Yeah. So, so, So I packed it all in. Got my head round it. I started to train. I started to eat. The food was shit. The food was that fucking shit. They used to put the um, frozen racks of meat on the floor. If you had AIDS, yeah, you would get a job in the kitchens, yeah? They'd give you a cushy job. But they used to get uh, clots of blood and they used to spit. And they used to spit that into the fucking food and the stews. I knew this, yeah? But it's okay. You can't catch AIDS that way anyway, yeah? From... Uh, for saliva them spitting it blood no going through no so it's got to get into your bloodstream yeah yeah so that was cool you fucking know fucking disgusting man yeah but that's cool yeah it's just something you got to deal with yeah and, why uh, would they give them a job working with food because if you got AIDS they give you a cushy number and but they but they are there thinking okay I've got AIDS I'm dying yeah so I want everybody else to fucking die yeah yeah it's that mentality I want everybody else to fucking die that's fucking nuts, man. That's nuts. We're talking, we dealt with that. And uh dealt with that and I ate the food, the food was fucking shit. Dealt with it and I pretended I was a Muslim. For better food. Because yeah, because I because I checked out a couple of I cooked out the Algerians, yeah. They used to get rabbit twice a week. And I went, we never get rabbit, yeah. <laughs> what did you get? Rabbit, rabbit. What did you get? Used to get fucking shit. Just stew, just fucking veg, veg stew. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Mm. With bread, stale bread. Yeah, I thought right, okay, fancy with that rabbit. And then uh, I said, listen, I'm a Muslim, you know. They question me, and okay, they put me on the Muslim menu, and uh, I got all the rabbit in chicken. We used to get once a week, and I was a head honcho at the time then at the gym. Yeah, in the gym. And my wing, extra chicken we used to get. They used to keep it for me. The gypsies, the gypsies, they're the ones that used to serve the food. So they always used to call me over Indio. They call me, yeah, because I'm from Indian. Indio, they call me. And so I used to go and collect all the excess fucking meat, chicken, and put it outside my window on the bars, yeah. It got hot sometimes, yeah. Sweaty, smelly, but if it's not got mold on it, I'm going to eat it, you know. How many did you meet up? Did you become? Did you still keep in contact with people when you came out? I did a yeah, did at first, uh, but then I stopped it because they were just needy. Yeah, yeah, they were doing big sentences. You know, they were doing uh, so forty what, years, what money sent over, and well, money, other things. I'm thinking, I just thought I just want to move on from this life. I know I'm a bit of a cunt for doing that, for not helping them afterwards. Yeah, did help them at first for the first six, six, nine months. But then they started to get a bit needy on me and I thought, listen. Yeah, especially if you're trying to go on your new life, especially if you've got somebody yeah. doing fucking 100 a year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You couldn't keep... No, you, you can't. Do you know what you I mean? You can't do it. Burn yourself man. out. I felt sorry for him. But I thought, fuck it, you know? Fuck it, I've done my bit, I think. Yeah. When did you start making the changes to calm down and try and get away? As soon as I got out of my sentence. Uh, Eng- the English one my second sentence yeah that was in England what was yeah. that four and a half years six years yes yes seven I got then yeah. seven years seven and years and then when you came out after that sentence I thought that's me done enough's enough that's me done yeah no more no more for me and you've been out since for for 11 years fine yeah well done and that's yeah Good man. Been arrested a few times <laughs> but never got a sentence <laughs> been arrested it's all been a false Awful shit, yeah. Do you still get a lot of harassment? Yeah, yeah, Lord, sure, sure. Do you? Yeah. Do you not in? Yeah, sure. It's easy to get me nicked, you know? Mm-hmm. But do you kind of blame them, or do you, because of the life you were involved in, do you, they think you'll never change, they think you'll always be that bad I know, boy? but it's not the police. It's the public who are fucking me up, you know? It's the people that I know. It's that haters it's family. It's them, yeah, haters that are like, still phoning them up saying, he's doing this, you know, he's doing that. And I'm not doing anything, you know? I don't fuck all. But it's just them that can't get away with me. What's the worst crime you've ever seen? 
In, like in prison or outside, have you seen heavy stuff? In, in the air, because I knew there was murders. Did you have, was he seen them? Does people, if they do the murders in the prison, do yeah. they get a sentence added on? Yeah, or how does yeah, it work yeah, there? yeah, 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 yeah. If you do a murder, you get added on, yeah. Uh, I've seen loads of shit there, man. In Spain? Yeah. How many? Spain. England, not as much. Mm-hmm. England's a bit low-key. It's because you're key. locked up, though, 23 yeah. hours. It's a bit low-key here, yeah, but Spain, free and open, you know? Seen people there get slashed up, cut up, killed up. Was there much suicide in there? Suicide, yeah. Three. Three in the time I was there. Still a lot, huh? Eh? Yeah. Especially if there's only 40 in your wing. Yeah. There was one time in this country, uh, it was a friend of mine, yeah? His half-brother, he was in jail for burglary, this and that, but he was on the pills. He was taking pills off of, like, this guy I know as well. And he couldn't pay him, so he was getting a bit heavy on him. And then, anyway, he got a word back on me. So, listen, will you have a word with this guy? Yeah, to take it easy on his bro, blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, it got, the word got back on me a bit late, yeah? And in the meantime, he tried to kill himself. He slit his throat, yeah? He slit his throat, but, like, he didn't die. He didn't die. He was in the hospital a couple of days, come back out. Stitches. Anyway, the heat, it was still on him. So then after that, he hung himself, right? He hung himself. And the stitches, they all came open. And so his throat was all open, yeah? Everything was like hanging out. And his brother, who I know is a mate of mine, they had to leave him hanging because you have to get a family member to come to see your body first, you know? They can't take you down. And the prison? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So he had to come. And see it. That's some. Um, that fuck your mindset. Uh, but I mean, really, I got to him a bit late. You know, I got to him a bit late because I knew the person who was buying the drugs off, and I just had to had to have a word with him to say, "Listen, take it easy on my man," and he would have done. But word got a bit late, and he was. Shit. What about what's the plans for the future? Future properties I've got now in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, rental income I do CBD oil yes let's talk about that which the new way forward you know yes. it's uh, you know it's massive it's massive yeah. I'm working on this in Newcastle and in Cyprus yes yeah mm-hmm. Cyprus, Greece Cyprus, Greece and Israel mm-hmm. these are three countries we want to do and um, but it's big here through my friends Brian Cheriton in Middlesbrough Jamie Kerr He's doing it in Scotland. He's a sole agent. What website can you get this on? A website or anything they can contact? Jamie Kerr's site right. in Scotland, if you want it, contact him. And this is good for arthritis and... Arthritis, Crohn's, if you've got tumours, if you've got anything wrong with you, you know, if you've got anything wrong with you, yeah? We've got... we got it. Mm-hmm. we got it. And this is legit, everything up? It's up all straightforward. It's all bang on. Yeah. It's all bang on, yeah? But it's like... Um, I would say we've got about a year on it, yeah, before the government puts a cap on it, yeah. We can sell 1,500 milligram, yeah, at the minute, but I think when the government gets a hold of it, they're going to put a cap on it, 400 milligram, because they still need to sell their pharmaceuticals, you know, mm-hmm. because all these companies are going to go out of business if we do this. Yeah. What this, about- is, this is amazing. You know, it's amazing. It's helping so many people. Now, you know, um, the orphanages I do this, uh, CBD oil. Now I just want to help people, you know? It's like a switch, you know? It's a turnaround. Yeah. It's a turnaround. Do you feel better for that? Yeah, of course I do. Mm-hmm. And what about the books? I know you want to, write, you want to bring yeah. this out and make a movie of this. Yeah. A movie. I've been in contact with uh, Jamie McLean. Lenny McLean. Yeah. That's the, bu- the, the governor. That's the, the governor. There was a film out about him. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, He's helping me with it, mm-hmm. yeah. But if anybody else wants to give me a hand, mm-hmm. got the script. Because the stuff in this is... Yeah. Is any cool. fiction? Nothing? All real? It's all real, man. It's a real deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and you want to write another book? Yes. I'm going to do my full story. Now I've got time in Cyprus, I'm going to do my full story. It's a bit hard, yeah? Uh, because my old man as well, he was a bit hard to me as well, yeah, but really, you know, he's still alive and I don't really want to put him down in a bad light as well, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but he was good. You know, he gave me a few lickings, yeah? Yeah. You know, I think I deserved about 30% of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you don't want to talk, don't want to talk about <laughs> that in your book? Would you not well, talk about that in your book? This is the thing, you Was know? Was it upset them? This is the thing, yeah? yeah. But uh, but it's part of who I am, you know? Mm -hmm. It's real it's life. Maybe, There's you nothing know? you can hide from, is well, it? Well, lickings, you know? Uh -huh. Lickings make you a man. Mm -hmm. you got to take a licking and mm -hmm. get a man. And that's what's... You can't have it, you know, it's not one-way traffic, man. Was this for a young age? You know, it's a dual carriageway. Was this for a young age? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that's what made you tough and fucking up for it and one of the reasons? Yeah, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I've seen the shit, you know? Yeah. I've seen the shit, I've seen the hardship, I've seen no money, second on clothes. That's how I... That's what I used to wear as a child, stutter I had as a child. How did you fix that? The stutter? The stutter? The stutter I've still got now, if you notice so you it. Can't, like, can't, can't you can't, can't you? notice it now. The stutter I've still got now, but that's just confidence, I said. Yeah. Confidence. Do you think the bigger you got, the more powerful you kind of... The confidence, yeah. yeah. The confidence. You know, back then I was just like a skinny little kid, second-hand clothes. You know, I didn't know anybody. I was only a brown face in the class. And, you know, I couldn't even talk. You know, I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even say my own name. And I get a pissed in on me, people doing this, doing that. And I'm, okay, I took all this shit, man. You got, you got to take the shit. How about if you're writing another book? Would you go right back to the start? Yes, beginning the, the, from the, day one. The, yeah, from when I was three years old. That's my first memory. And just talk about the full yeah. autobiography, the full yeah. life right up until now. Yeah, yeah. It's been an interesting yeah. fucking book. That's how I want to do it. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Is that the so plan for the future? Yeah, why not? I ain't doing nothing else. Are you going to go to the prisons? Are you going to do this with the young kids, the YOs? Well, that I would like to do, you know. Uh, yes. See, when you wrote the book, yeah. you speak about other people. If anybody wants to contact me on this, you know. Uh -huh. Yeah, the contact them. How, do they, how yeah. do they contact you? Contact me easy on Facebook. Facebook. You know? Chet Sandro easy, you know. Uh -huh. And uh, Well, yeah, I'll give them a talk. Do you think there was any? There would have been any backlash if you mentioned anybody in the books. Were you worried about speaking about anybody's name? Or? Not in this one, because this is all Spanish. Yeah, yeah. It's all the guys I met in Spain. But if I do a new one, it's people that I know in England. They're still maybe Kids active. Newcastle, yeah. they're still active, and they haven't been brought to justice, and I can't really mention them. Yeah, because you're just incriminate yourself. Yeah. Are you still and them. Are you still in friends with a lot of people from your UK? Yeah, yeah. Does well, that yeah. not worry though? You you suck back in and you it's easy to to, to let slip now. Well, no, because I'm not in there f for the money no more. You know, mm -hmm. back then it was all about the money. You know, now I'm okay. I'm comfortable. You enjoying life a lot good. more. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Like I say, man, I appreciate you coming up and. Telling your story, man. It's a very interesting story. No doubt the people in Glasgow and the UK will love it, man. And I wish you all the best for the future, brother. Yeah. If anybody's want to get in co contact with Chet, check out his Facebook, get his book on Amazon, Kindle. Amazon, yeah. Kindle and read it because it's fucking madness. And uh, a pleasure. Okay, Cheers, James. And you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Nice one. And we're off. Boom. Podcast Network.